0: What's poppin' everybody. Welcome back to What Girl and her mother-in-law. Happy Booking. Monday. Best day of the week.
1: I, I guess. I love <laughs> Mondays.
0: Got, you guys came through today. They did. How? They listened to the last episode and I knew that they would have it. They found the TikTok for me. Of the laugh. Oh. <laughs> Somebody tagged me in it. Hold on, I'm gonna give you credit. Let me get your name really quick. Um, Tori, Tori, Thanks, thank, thank you, Tori. Okay, she, is this the video you're talking about? Is it absolutely yes? It is. And she found the original. It's not even somebody doing
1: like a voiceover. Oh, she's talented. Oh, I can't wait to see it. Because I still have no idea what the hell you're talking about.
0: I don't think you're going to know it still. But I probably gonna, won't. But, but it's going to give some perspective on what I was trying to explain. If you didn't listen to the last podcast, you have no idea what's going on. <laughs> you're so funny. I love talking to you. You're just, uh-huh. you're just so
1: funny. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, it well, she, she did like- sound exactly like that, but I've never uh-huh. seen that.
0: Oh. I've never seen it either. I've only heard the audio, like people impersonating it.
1: That's fucking funny. Yeah. Can so. you imagine? Oh, my God. <laughs> it
0: wasn't her because she looked nothing like that. <laughs> so now I know it wasn't her working at the museum, the random museum in New York City. But she sounded just fucking like her.
1: No. See at least I have some reference though, because right. you were like, doesn't it sound like? And I didn't know, but now that I'm right. hearing it, yeah, she sounded exactly like that. Wait, yeah. so do you think she sounds like that or do you think she was doing the sound?
0: No, like, uh, no, I think that's just her how she natural. was laughing. Oh, Or Ooh. or she's at work and she really actually doesn't want to laugh, so she's just going, uh uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, totally. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> she's probably just like get me the fuck out of here ha ha, ha. <laughs> although I will say multiple times Zane and I were like oh okay thank you like we thought she was done with her spiel and then we would walk and she would follow us and start telling us about another thing on the wall so I think she was interested in her job ha <laughs> <laughs> also people are tagging me in this TikTok that apparently there's like a dupe for the pan that I have that expensive pan and people are like oh you should try this it's at Aldi. Really? Yeah, it's called the Awesome Pan or something. Because mine's called the Always Pan, but apparently there's like a dupe. And it has like the strainer that it comes with and everything. Interesting. Yeah, so maybe I should go buy it and try it out. My Place Pan, I think it's called. Yeah, I'll have to go look at our Aldi. Although it's, uh, it needs to not snow today. <laughs> It's my, snowing right now, this but my—I know it needs to not stick because it's my day off from the gym, and I've got—I want to go do things for myself. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna go. I my sister got me a gift card for a bra for Christmas that I still haven't gone and went, and I want to go. And I was like, oh I'll go to the mall. I have to do a, an exchange at Express. I'll go do my Target pickup. I'll have a me day. It's well, it's only supposed to be just a little bit. Well, yeah, I'm manifesting it because I got up and got dressed out of my pajamas. I'm like, I'm going.
1: Yeah. I mean, damn! <laughs> I saw the, the the weather forecast yesterday, and they were like, "Usually by now we've had about thirty three inches of snow, and so far we've had six.
0: <laughs> so that means more is
1: coming, or that means we're good. <laughs> like, wow, we're way under where we usually are by now, <sighs> which is funny. Well, I mean, I guess they said New York average, like, average. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that yeah. one snowstorm, I swore we had about eight. It said last year. Yeah, no, like oh,
0: this this like, recent one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want any. I don't want it anymore. I'm done. <laughs> I've had enough. I'm Just sick of the cold. So it gives you
1: the perspective of how much we usually have by now, and we we have nothing compared to what we usually get. So
0: you think the winter's gonna last
1: longer because it got yes. cold later? Yep. I think Fuck we're gonna off. have a very. I mean, it has been very cold. You know, it goes. But like, then,
0: in one day, it'll be fucking fifty degrees
1: and feel like spring. Yeah. Well. Later, well, earlier today it was like 45, and they said by tonight it's going to be 14. Like so what? That's ridiculous. The, it's ridiculous. Oh, It's very strange. That's what happens when you live on a little island surrounded by water with mm. all like the coastal winds and shit, you know? And global Just, warming. Uh, yeah, and <laughs> go- global warming, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. Anyways. Anyways, um, today we're going to do some advice. Is that all the bullshitting we have to do today? Um... Yeah, I,
0: guess.
1: I have new contacts, guys. I'm checking them out, testing the waters, see how they are. Mm. It's pretty interesting. It's called Monovision. Vision. Never heard of it, but I'm intrigued. So hopefully it'll work. Where she focuses one eye on distance, one eye on close up. And mm. my eyes are fighting each other. I have a little bit of a headache, but hopefully. hopefully you always it'll have work to try well.
0: things once. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. You know? And I am hoping that it works out. And yeah. I told her, she's like, Are you going to look at glasses? I'm like, No, because I spent a lot of money on my glasses last time and I hated them. <laughs> she's like, Why didn't you bring them back? I said, Because I'm not like that, okay? <laughs> oh my. She's God. like, So you suffer? And I'm like, Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> um, but yeah, so hopefully my contacts will be good so I could read better and see better. And I'm going to attempt today. I already warned Alyssa that we'll see how my eyes cooperate. Mm. Um, I said, I'll just read all of them, and she can just give all the advice. All, all the advice. Um, and that's it. I, I was productive yesterday. I made doctor's appointments. Uh nice. Truth be told, I have um, a, a lot of uh, sadness going on right now. I've had a lot of death, family, friends, families, parents, and, um, yeah, it's... it's um, the worst time of year for that to happen. It, it, yeah and but it's a wake up call too like amani's amani had one of his really really good friends father's pass sort of unexpectedly and yeah how did that happen he had covid oh but it it, it was a shock and yeah the kid is 20 years old. Yeah, it's fucking And terrible. the father was my age. So it was exactly Ugh. like me and Imani. And yeah. I think just the parallel lives kind of hit me. I mean, I was hysterical. And I never even met the man. I mean, I know the kid. Mm-hmm. And the kid's been at my house a thousand times. And, you know, I said, I don't understand why I'm crying. And they're like, I understand why I'm crying because I'm sympathetic to him losing yeah. his father, you know? But then Aileen lost her mother, and it was the anniversary of Gal. So I just feel like it's like so yeah, it, It's like, yeah, definitely. My emotions have been all over the place, and mm-hmm. it's not something that I can shut off because that's it's just in me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm just a very sympathetic, empath, em, empathetic mm-hmm. person. So I hurt when I see people hurting, and. Um, yeah, so yesterday I had to switch my focus and try to make something good come out of it. So I'm like, you know what? Let me make my follow-up. <laughs> I called my cardiologist and I'm like, I'm pretty sure I was supposed to follow up and then just life happened. I've had a, another back surgery. So she goes, let me check the out. She goes, yeah, you were supposed to follow up a month later. Oh. Uh- Meanwhile, it's probably been about a year. Oh my god! <laughs> so she's like, "Let's let's get you in." Uh, March ninth is my appointment, by the way. Holy shit, March! <laughs> and then I like, I'm I'm due for a physical. They can only get me in on Tuesday. It's like like I got my gl- my contacts yesterday. So look at you. I was productive with making all my. I go. Yeah. I have a doctor's appointment right after this today, nice. so I feel good that I'm getting shit done, and I think everything that you know, like. I was telling Zayn, like I feel bad for Amani. He had two of his very, very good friends since forever lose their parents. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't want to cry. And Amani holds a straight face, you know, but you can't tell me that doesn't bother him. Amani's never gone through major loss yet,
0: so I feel with him. I mean, I'm, I'm sure he feels for Oh, his no. Friends. He came
1: home from the funeral and he was like, My fucking hate this shit. I hate it. I and feel it. Goes, I fucking hate funerals. And, uh, unless I have said, to go, you know, I don't he was go. just like, I don't get it. It's just not fair. Life isn't fair, you know. So it was hurting me because I know it was hurting him, you know. And again, it was hurting him. I mean, he did say that his dad was a great guy and he said, he like, he, He's hung out, like, the dad loved cooking and stuff like that, so Amani was telling me, like, some of the favorite dishes he cooked and stuff. But I just felt like Amani is, you know, in the last two years, he's lost, who. in the last year and a half, not two years, in the last year and a half, Amani's had three friends who've lost a parent. And I think him expressing it to me the other day really broke me, you know? But that's it, sorry. I didn't want to get emotional, but this is real life. I can't just turn the page and be like, huh. you know, mm, that's what the podcast is for, yeah, so sorry, guys, that you hear me crying, and it's not coming down and <laughs> but it's 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 just you know, yeah. So, my Amani is stronger than I think, and I'm proud of him for having, you know, because he's gone to the wakes, and he didn't go to the funeral because he had to work, but he went to the wake, and I'm just proud of him for being there for his friends and, you know, Mm -hmm. being strong and trying to hold it together and stuff, but Mm -hmm. it's crazy. It's crazy, you know? Sorry, guys. i
0: death- Freaks me out and makes me uncomfortable, so I don't have much to say. <laughs> yeah, I get uncomfortable. I'm sorry, yeah, and I'm sure I'm not, people- not funny, but I laugh because I get
1: uncomfortable. And I'm sorry because I'm sure a lot of people listening are also uncomfortable, but it's, oh, you can't, it's my you life can't and it's what I'm going say through right now. Say yeah, it's what I'm people. going through right now, and if I make people uncomfortable, I'm sorry, but everybody is going to get uncomfortable with something that's life. Yes, it is. <laughs> And I also this morning got memories that came up from three years ago. And holy shit, I was skinny. And so holy was I. Sh- I
0: had chicken legs. Thank <laughs> God I gained some weight in my legs.
1: And holy shit, Alyssa, and I were drunk. <laughs> um, so it is. Why? why? I, I don't know why. Yeah, we couldn't figure out why on a random Saturday <laughs> in <laughs> January. Three years ago, we were drunk. Like, I don't. I don't get it. I mean, Alyssa was like Britney Spearsing and everything to her fucking hairbrush.
0: I don't know why we were wasted.
1: I don't know. We must have been celebrating something. But what? On January 11th or January 19th, whatever today is, like, what were we celebrating? I don't know. I don't know. But we were having a grand old time. I mean, we were having shots and... Was it ever getting back? No, because he got back in... September, Oh. end of September. I feel like we were celebrating something forever. I don't know. <laughs> I why, what would I? How would I fucking remember? It was like three years ago. Why the hell do we need an excuse? We were just celebrating life, I guess. But I we know, were, but we were trashed. <laughs> I know,
0: like trash, trashed, and like no, we, I, we threw our resolutions out the window. We we're like, <laughs> fuck it, let's just get trashed. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's when we were going to the gym at five thirty in the mornings. We were probably like, fuck it, we deserve it. Yeah. Maybe we were celebrating something for the podcast?
1: I don't know. You think there would be some sort of clue? Like you think we would say? I could try to look back in my pictures. Oh
0: my god. Or gosh. my videos, maybe.
1: I don't know. All my videos are just you singing to Brittany with your brush. I don't, I don't think I vlogged that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> January 2019. Let me look really quick at my... um. Let's see here. 2019,
1: um, we've got, she's like, nope, mm, nothing interesting, January, not, January not interesting, six. I mean, to get drunk over, <laughs>
0: <laughs> when was it, I have the 16th, was I blonde or did I have, I had dark hair, right, before I went blonde,
1: Tell you right now, ma'am, oh, you were dark, And it was January 12th was the actual day we were doing it.
0: Oh, yeah, I went blonde. The 16th. January 12th. I've got one photo of Bench. That's funny. (laughs) I've got nothing. I don't know why. Uh, Apparently, we were just having a grand old time. That's funny. And now we're going to go to the cabin next weekend. And we're We're, we're going to relive it. But not too wasted so we could function the next day. <laughs> I hate being hungover. I hate it. Okay, anyways.
1: Now she's all up in nostalgia. I was just trying to see if there was any of mine that He probably right, he
0: pushing me like button-downs on a Friday night. Ah, ha, ha. So pretty,
1: like. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We was having fun for something. It actually Don't put says, on Nikki when I'm wait, drunk. Wait, wait, wait. How, how can this be right? It actually says twelve oh nine p.m. Is this noon and we were that drunk? No. How? I'm responsible for her. I wrote. <laughs> Twelve
0: o'clock?
1: It's definitely not twelve.
0: What the hell?
1: We're, I'm gonna have to investigate Ooh, I'm that. I'm gonna have to go find a vlog or something. Slush. Oh my Whoa, god. guys. I kinda miss the bangs. I miss my bangs too. You do? I do. I th- I actually kinda miss them. I miss them too. They give you like I mean, that I'm, cute little look. I'm definitely used to them being. Gone, uh-huh. but I said to I, I said to Ali all the time. uh The other day, I was like, I really like I miss, I miss that. It's
0: different. Nobody have nobody really ha- like. Not a lot of people have bangs like that anymore.
1: And I said, I don't know if this is new growth. I, I don't know if baby this hairs is like breakage. Uh, Ali is like, ma, it's flyaways. And I'm like, yeah, but from what? You know, because they did say the stimulator will cause me to like lose hair and stuff. It looks like breakage. So I'm like, did I lose hair and it's growing back? Is it broken hair? Mm -hmm. I don't know because I don't wear it in tight. I mean, my hair is up right now, but this is not. You know, like this is just it's loose. You know, I don't know. Uh, Maybe the bangs make a comeback in
0: 2022.
1: This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. I mean, I'll go upstairs and cut them shits right now. Would you?
0: <laughs> I didn't know you were I, missing I, them. I thought I, you loved having them out of your face.
1: Uh, no, I miss them. They're a pain in the damn ass, and you oh, know it's so what? so much work.
0: You have to wash them, like, instead of,
1: and then not wash their whole head because they get greasy. My bangs, yeah, super greasy. Yeah. Super, super greasy. Do you know what else I'm having a super hard time with? But I think I found the problem hmm. my head's eye because mm-hmm. your bitch is cheap, and I can't buy, you know, like, I like my Revlon Color Silk hair dye. It's two dollars and sixty eight cents <laughs> at Walmart. <laughs> we'll I this. <laughs> dye my hair very often because my hair grows quickly and I am very 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 gray. Mm-hmm. I actually considered for about a half a second of growing out my gray. <gasps> it was like Love a whole. That. It was a whole half a second worth of oh, thought. Okay, okay. Um, but I can't find it. Literally went to Walmart. Not one box of any shade of that particular brand hair dye was in stock. I'm um, like, we're what having the actual shipping fuck? issues
0: right now because there's no chicken or tilapia
1: anywhere. Right. There was no chicken at Lidl the yeah. other day. I went to, yeah, same. Uh, went to Trader Joe's last night because I was going to make a certain dinner. Couldn't find certain shit, so I couldn't. And I was so mad because I finally got there. I'm going there on Friday. I'll look. <laughs> and then I was picking up the certain things they had, and Elia's like, "Ma, you're gonna have to come back to get the other thing." Is the, the, you know, like, just, yeah. And I'm like, you know what? You're right, because then they'll go to waste. And okay, but uh, Walmart. I was like, all right, my kitties need food. No fucking cat food either and I'm like what the hell and I'm sending no fucking lunch turkey meat lunch lunch turkey meat whatever I'm sending a Leo I'm like what the actual fuck is happening like yeah. what no, I mean shit's getting stuck on ships literally it's fucking ridiculous anyway so yesterday I'm really pissed off I, I have all these doctor's appointments now and your bitch is gray and I they didn't even have my spray you know the green bottle spray you wouldn't
0: buy another brand that's just don't you just do do you black no, I do a dark brown. Okay, I'm sure if you got, you another know what? Yes, yeah, so Alyssa, okay. but it's.
1: I- I'm a cheap bitch. <laughs> yeah, but I'm sure there's other brands that are just as cheap. Oh, no, 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 no. The next cheapest one is like $9. What?
0: I used to pay like. Oh, I used to get Revlon, I think. Or yeah. Garnier Fructis. No, no, Garnier. No, because I used to
1: love that conditioner.
0: Yes. The red one. yes, they're like two for six. I used to pay, I think, right. But
1: now, now I can't find them. So oh. yesterday, I'm I, I look for it as I'm waiting for Aaliyah at school, and I'm like, Aaliyah, I hope you, we have to go. I need hair dye, so I Google it on my phone, and it show, you know how at the top it comes up like all the shopping, and it's like um, Target two ninety nine, Walgreens two ninety seven, this two ninety nine. So I'm like, great. So I click on it, and it's like not in stock, not in stock, not in stock, not, in stock, not. what. The fuck? So I'm like, why are you saying that you got it when you don't got it, right? So then it's Bed Bath & Beyond Uh, has it in stock, but it's a different package. So I think they're rebranding. I think they're repackaging, maybe Uh, reformulating because the package was brown, not that red package. Oh. So I might go there today and see if they have it in stock.
0: The fucking amount of money you spent on damn gas...
1: I didn't drive around looking for it, Alyssa. I, I spent my time on my phone. Oh, but I mean, even last night we're laying in bed, and there was like, I don't understand. Just go to a salon and get it done. I'm like, really? My light well, hair. Do you want to know how much it'll cost? So I'm like looking up a salon prices. Two hundred and sixty dollars. So I'm, like, I'm like, it'll cost me about two hundred dollars. And I said, oh, let's not forget the t- touch up. So he's like, well, h- how long is? How much is the touch up? And I'm like, probably about sixty bucks. And when I looked it up, it said anywhere between seventy five and ninety. For a fucking rude touch-up, mm-hmm. are you kidding me?
0: Yeah, I pay. Are I you hope, somewhere around two hundred and sixty? But I only go every four to six months.
1: I said. I said to him. <laughs> he's like, "Well, do you need the touch-ups?" And I'm like, "Tell me, do I? Need, do you see how much gray I have?"
0: <laughs> no, I'm. You're blurry. It is so bad. Yeah, but you don't need to go to a salon because. I mean, obviously, it's better quality than a box dye, but you you don't really care for dimension. You just have one shade. Like, I go to the salon because I can't do dimension and highlights and low lights in my hair.
1: Like, I need to go to the salon for that. And And I told Ever. I said, listen, I'm sure if I went to a salon and got it done, I would look a gajillion times better. Like, hands down. Like, I know that. But to follow up and have to go every couple yeah, of weeks lot. for a routine, t-
0: I can't, yeah. I, your bitch can't afford that. And I told Abby too, I'm like, if I wanted to go all one color without dimension, I would just box dye. She's like, no, you fucking won't because then you'll never, ever go blonde again.
1: <sighs>
0: I will never, ever yeah. be able to take you back to blonde. She's like, you got lucky the first time with all that box dye that mm. you lifted and went to blonde. And I definitely will want to go blonde again one day. So I ain't fucking that up.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And with how damaged my hair is, I definitely
1: want to go back to box. I know, but I get I, it. For I'm you. thinking Makes like, sense. like I even told Leah. Maybe I'll just start going lighter. Maybe I'll do like, just like a chestnut brown, and then like a warmer brown. And oh, like, really? You know, like little because it's just because my hair is so dark and I have so much gray. It's like black and white, mm, you know. And I feel it's much more noticeable. I feel yeah. like if I was lighter, no one. That's bullshit. All right, forget it. I'm keeping my hair off and I'll just have to get box <laughs> dye, and hopefully they're just rebranding, and it'll be back mm-hmm. on the shelf soon. I had a much easier
0: time being blonde because my hair is naturally dirty blonde. Like, my dark fades so fast. Like, it's already faded so much. It was so dark when I first got it done. Yeah, and you it just, said that. Yeah, it's it fades black, so yeah. fast. You have to go get, like, glazes and stuff. But blonde is a lot—usually it's a harder upkeep for people.
1: But for me, was, oh my God. It naturally lighter.
0: I could go over six months and it wouldn't even, like, people, people say, like, oxidizes and gets, like, orange. Mine never even did that.
1: Wow. Mine,
0: my blonde was very, very easy to upkeep because my natural hair underneath is
1: dirty blonde. Yeah. I mean, my natural is really dark, so. Yeah, so
0: it's easy. It's, it's, yeah, that makes sense for you. I uh, just want And you're not having problems with box dye. Your hair's not falling out or anything. My hair was very healthy when I used box dye.
1: Yeah. I mean, whatever all this is here. Yeah you know like i said i don't know if it's breakage or if it's regrowth from losing it yeah but um
0: once i started bleaching and extensions is when my hair went downhill mm. i box dye i was good my hair was healthy <laughs> it's, so it's that conditioner i don't blame you oh i fucking love the conditioner that comes with the revlon one people used to give it to me out of their boxes i wanted to buy it in a bottle and drink it it's, <laughs> so it smells so good
1: I love. See, that I love the way it makes my hair feel, but I do not like the smell of it. I mean, it's gotten better.
0: I think we but. have opposite smells, though, because like Subway too. Ugh, I love the smell no. of Subway. No, no, Fuck no, me no. up. It smells so good. <sighs> you have to like gas, right? Yes. Oh. when we used to go to car shows,
1: especially the. Oh, Maybe yeah. that's
0: why I'm fucked up. I used to fucking inhale. <laughs> Inhale gasoline. <laughs> you were two years old. Yeah. You walk around I'm your like, dad. Like,
1: you're like right by the exhaust <laughs> <end of sight>. pipe. <laughs> I love the smell, especially for it especially of old cars. Like yes. you know, yes, the old oh. cars when they just started in the morning. That so smell. Yum. So good. I mean, yum. yum. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I hope not. So good. <laughs> That's
0: why I'm fucked up in the head. Full of gasoline. <laughs> okay. Okay. Advice. Jerry's going to cut out 25 minutes of that. It was only 24.
1: <laughs>
0: Might as well go, what? Stop it.
1: Just start all over. <laughs> Okay, ready? Yes. Updating on an old email, and I need more advice. So far, so good. I could see that. Amazing. <clears throat> Hi, listen, Jerry. You guys read my most recent email in August. Oh, the girl who was in a rut needed advice on how to make new friends and wanted to tell her parents that I needed therapy. Oh, I remember you. But I didn't know how to do that. Well. To update you, I came out of that rut, but now have fallen back in. It's currently New Year's Day, and last night I tossed and turned in bed until I fell asleep at 4 a.m. I got stressed on New Year's Day thinking about everything that might come that year. And this year is the dreaded jaw surgery for my underbite. I have a consult in June and hoping to figure more things out. I feel like I'm spiraling. I tried to talk to my dad about it today, and I felt like he wasn't listening to me. I felt like he wasn't truly understanding how I am feeling. Maybe I need to ask about going to therapy. Do you guys think that's what I should do? And last update, I made three really amazing friends at my work over the summer. They are funny, and I love them to death but i just don't feel comfortable telling them about this how do i stop from how do i stop the spiraling feeling i hate it i have more i have 5 more months till my consult with my orthodontist hopefully you ladies can give me more great advice like you always do Aww, thanks in advance thank you um,
0: um well first of all it sounds like you are way too hard on yourself you're tossing and turning and stressing yourself out and worrying about the future first of all just breathe second of all you need to allow yourself to feel your feels i find that a lot of times me myself included we stress about being stressed and then cause yourself to be more stressed or upset or angry whatever the emotion is Take a deep breath and say, okay, I'm feeling sad right now. I'm going to allow myself to feel sad. I'm feeling a little bit worried about the future right now. I'm going to allow myself to feel worried and not try to stop it. Mm -hmm. Because it just causes you more anxiety when you try to stop your feelings. Because you're just in this constant cycle instead
1: of just allowing yourself to feel. It's exactly how I started this podcast about all the death that I've been and the feelings that I've been feeling. You have to acknowledge it. You can't yeah. just stifle your feelings. I mean, of course, feelings.
0: after like a little while, you have to, like you said, <laughs> all right, I got to turn my day around and do something else. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you have to, I agree with you. You have to feel your feels. Yeah. Allow them. Um Jaw surgery, yes, it may be scary, but that's going to be a great thing at the end of the day. Like, you know, like, It's like your back surgery. Like, yeah, it was fucking scary, but it's going to change your life. Mm -hmm. So I understand being scared about it. Listen, (laughs) Lord bless I never have to go through fucking surgery because I'd be on my deathbed. I'd be like, honestly, I don't even want to do it. Just put me down because (laughs) surgery sounds horrifying. Um, Unless I'm like in labor and I have to and I have no choice. But like surgery sounds terrifying. So like I'm not telling you, oh, just don't be scared. (laughs) Like I get it. Like I would be fucking scared too. Um, But worrying about the future is such a horrible feeling. You have to live in the moment now and your surgery isn't, your consult with your orthodontist isn't until another five months. So like think to yourself, like do I want to go through another five months of stress? Right. You know? How are you going to put it to the back of your mind? I don't know. <laughs> but it's like, I don't, in my opinion, I've, got, I've gotten to the state of mind where it's like, whatever is going to happen is going to happen. Whether I stress about it, whether I don't stress about it, mm. the result is going to be the same. Stress does not change the outcome.
1: I agree. Where I think by nature, most people do stress, but yeah. like Liz said, it doesn't change the outcome. So allow yourself to feel your feels. You can get more educated about it if you want. Maybe that'll put some, um, um, give you like confidence mm. Um but I would also try confiding in your friends that you love to death because there's yeah. nothing wrong with reaching out. like you said, you were talking to your father, you felt like he really wasn't listening or really like paying deep attention to you or whatever. Um, maybe try talking to a friend, see yeah. how it goes. you know like you don't want to be a debbie downer like like your girl here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but at the same time, you want to be heard you want mm-hmm. f- you want you want to feel like your feelings matter yeah. and um. If you didn't get that feeling from your dad, maybe try confiding in a friend and seeing if they, you know, you know. It, It can be hard to express
0: emotions to a father, A, because of generational and just, you know, age difference. Our parents, I think she's around the same age as me. Our parents didn't grow up with, you know, the awareness around anxiety and depression and therapy like we do now. You know, like our parents grew up, like throw your issues to the side and toughen up and move on, you know, for uh, speaking from me at least. So, um, my dad's gotten a lot better. I can definitely have deeper conversations with him now, but you know, when you have that, it's just a different type of bond. They're like, I don't understand, like you're anxious, like, just don't worry about it or just do this. You know, like it's not as deeply understood as our generation understands it in a way. Hmm. Um, Your dad can definitely be more understanding, obviously, but maybe express that to him. Say, listen, I feel like I'm speaking to you right now and you're not even hearing me. Sometimes that can hit deep and he'd be like, oh, Mm -hmm. understood. Sometimes they just need to hear that. Like, I feel like you're not understanding my emotions right now. Like, I'm trying to confide in you as a daughter and you're not listening. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe say that to him because, yes, you can go to your friends, but also you always want the emotional support from your parents Mm -hmm.
1: at the end of the day. I also want to just uh, give you um, an option. I know when I was getting... Sorry, my my eyeball. (laughs) When I was getting... um, the sorry, when I was thinking about going through the process of possibly getting a stimulator, the first thing I did was join support groups and that too. Googled ask like in Facebook. All right, I belong to like yeah, two or three you of can them. Do like
0: jaw surgery support and, groups? Yeah,
1: and I'm sure they're there. But I was able to freely ask questions without being judged because every right. single person in there. Was dealing with the cared same about thing. It. Right. So I felt like I was able to be comforted. Yeah. Like people really care because they're going through, they know the pain that you're going through, or they'll know whatever, whatever is bothering you about That's this, great whether advice. it's physical pain or whether it's just like uh, you're self conscious about it, whatever it may be, people are going to go through, ha- are going through, or have been through the same thing you have. Also, a lot of people in my group have already been through the stimulator surgery. I am talking to a girl right now. She's actually in England and she's about to have surgery, but she's petrified. But she she calls upon me all the time like, oh my God, the doctor just did this or I'm feeling this. And I help her through things. And it's like to be able to just calm her down, you know, and stuff. So there'll be, I I can guarantee, try this. Try looking for groups regarding your certain situation. I'm sure there's support groups out there. Mm Mm-hmm. And because I didn't want to always constantly be a burden. I mean, I always did. I always complained because that's just in my nature. Like, I feel like I have to get it off my chest. But once I found these support groups and I started making a few connections with a few people, I was like, okay, they're my escape. That's so smart. I can go vent to them in a judgment-free zone and not feel like I'm always the Debbie Downer, you know? So that's my... Recommendation. Try that. That's great advice. And I think you should totally do that. Um,
0: I think just take some deep breaths and try, like, you're thinking about everything that might come that year. Like, things are always going to be coming. Life always has its up and downs. Like, it's always going to be stressful. There's going to be happy times. There's going to be sad times. There's going to be times where you're angry. Like, things are always going to come. So just take it day by day. Mm -hmm. Just take it day by day because you can always be stressed about what's going to come this year and what's going to happen and there's only so much in your control. And like life would be boring if things were always good.
1: And I also think that yes, go ahead and tell your parents that you need you want to go to yeah. therapy. Yeah. I mean there's nothing wrong with that and I think that you can get benefit from it. Yeah. So, yeah. there's no shame to it. I I understand like Alyssa was saying earlier about like it's old, like the older generations and stuff like that. Yeah. Um but it's, it's you, it's about you, and it's about your needs. Mm-hmm. So I would just ask. Yeah. Total. Period. Period. Good luck, sweetheart. Mm. This episode is brought to you by Shopify.
0: Because everything would just feel the same.
1: Mm -hmm. Also, I noticed myself, I'm definitely speaking for myself, but I'm sure a lot of people, if you think about it, you will relate. I feel like a lot of the times that I'm really down or feel like I'm spiraling, it's because... um, I'm seeing what other people are. Other people's successes, other people's... Comparison yes. is the thief of joy. Yes. So if you if you could be honest with yourself and if you find yourself doing it, stop. Dude, I,
0: I was listening to... Do you know what Emma Chamberlain is? Or we've had this conversation. Mm-hmm. Her podcast is... It's literally just her. Like props to her for sitting there for an hour and just talking by herself. Like that's fucking hard. But oh my God, some of the things she says, I'm like... It's so true. Like, she literally was like, I deleted TikTok. I deleted my account. And she's huge. Like, she probably had millions of followers on there. She's like, I I deleted it because it wasn't causing me happiness. It was causing me comparison. It was causing me, like, sadness. And, like, I was always, like, anxious after I got off the app. Mm -hmm. She's like, I deleted it. I deleted Snapchat. I kept Pinterest because I feel good when I go on there. I look at home decor and fashion. Mm -hmm. And I kept um, Instagram because it's, like, part of her job. But I'm like, wow, like, she's like, I was so worried about, like, what am I going to do with my life? I spend hours a day on TikTok. Like, how am I going to adjust? She's like, I fucking adjusted. Mm -hmm. And I'm so much better now. She's like, if there is an app that is draining you, fucking delete it.
1: Yeah. Like, what what is
0: life without that, too? What is life without, like, looking at your phone and looking at what other people are doing? Like, Mm -hmm. live your own life. Mm -hmm. And, like, if an app is draining you, like, I... Work on Instagram. So, like, do I have to have to keep it? No. But, like, do I like to Mm -hmm. because it's part of my job? But it's all the way at the end of my phone because I can't be clicking on that all the time. Mm -hmm. Because comparison is, and it's nobody else's fault but our own, Mm -hmm. comparing ourselves. And everybody shares a highlight reel. Like, our lives look great online. Mm -hmm. Nobody knows what we're going through except for Ogmo listeners. (laughs) But, like, it's it. the comparison is so evil and it will literally drain you as a human and like we don't need to be looking at that all the time I agree like the older generation is not on their phone all the time looking at other people that's why they don't have as many mental health issues because there's wasn't as much the comparison was a playboy magazine that you would get in the mail right not
1: looking at Instagram or a poster all the time. in a magazine that you would pin to your right. ceiling, right? <laughs> like, like that, that, kind that of was stuff. the comparison. It's in our face, twenty-four hours a day, seven days a week. So you do have to, yeah, hold the urge to look if it is damaging to you. And I think everybody so can u- admit it, it. It could be something like. Um, Like, I'm going to be completely transparent now. I've been getting emails about expenses, and I love you guys, and thank you for sending them in. But I've opened a couple of them, and I look at them, and it just makes me, listen,
0: it makes me feel like a piece of shit. It
1: just makes me feel like a piece of shit. Like, wow, look at me. I'm doing nothing with my life. you know. And I mean, kudos to all of you, but... It's that comparison. Mm-hmm. I mean, I winded up spiraling over this because I was just like, you know, mm-hmm. and it's silly because it's good for them. They went to college. They got a great job and everything else. But when I compare myself to them, it's like, Fuck. well, it's all
0: about perspective in the spot that you're in in your own life. Right? Yes. Yes, exactly. Happy but again, people don't comparison. talk down on other people. It's people that are down that talk down on other people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, people that are successful don't don't feel that comparison because they're not looking at other people. Right. And
1: I'm not talking down to them. No, no, no. I'm talking I down know, to I myself no, because know. I'm comparing myself right. to them. But I'm you saying know? if
0: you were in a better state, you'd be like, oh shit, I'm good, they're good, good for them. Yeah. Not like, I mean, they're definitely
1: inspirational. Right. Right. (laughs) But, um, it's just a different, it's a mindset shift. Right. So it's like, yeah, sure, you could look at Instagram, see this. Bit. Like, I just did it to me. The picture from three years ago where I was skinny, it's like, fuck. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm comparing myself to, to my yourself. older self, you know? But it's like, it's a natural instinct for, I think, un- to compare, you know, with successes, with finances, with body image, with beauty, mm-hmm. with everything. Mm-hmm. I think it's normal for all of us. So I think mm-hmm. if you limit that and accept who you are and love who you are, mm-hmm. I think it'll help you mm-hmm. a great deal. I mean, and this message is for everybody, including myself, because, yeah. you know, yeah.
0: I think that nowadays also we rely on social media for outside validation so Which much so too. so stupid. And I, I don't remember what podcast I was listening to. I listen to, to podcasts every single day. So I don't know where this came from. But somebody was saying, you know, I'm scrolling through my phone. It was like a YouTuber. I'm scrolling through my phone, reading comments, reading all the nice ones. also oh so amazing. And it's almost like I don't put my phone down until I read that bad one, one bad one. And then I get down and then I put my phone down. hmm it's like, why, why, why do we do that? Mm-hmm. It, comments are my weakness. I, I definitely need to stop reading comments. I will say, though, when I'm in a good mindset, I laugh them off. That's what I'm trying to say to you before, too, is, like, when I'm in a down mindset, like, those comments are going to affect me mm-hmm. because I'm not I'm not feeling good about myself, so, like, I'm going to bring them to be true. Mm-hmm. When I'm down, like, reading those comments, it gets me it's down. But it's like, yeah. yeah, it's like, or oh, you could read, like, 30 good comments and then you read one bad one. It's like that's all you focus on. It's crazy. Like social media, oh my god, if it wasn't my job, I probably wouldn't be on any
1: of it. It's crazy, right? It's like, yeah, what it's become. Mm -hmm. And yeah.
0: I would use it just to like post a photo and then put my phone down. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be so like Addicted. addicted to it. In that
1: sense. But it is your life. I mean, that's your career, mm-hmm. you know, your, your mm-hmm. everything.
0: The same way, like, you use social media, to, like, as it, as much as it puts you down, you also shouldn't be using it for validation either.
1: Yeah. And I find
0: myself doing that, you know, like, oh, I just read a bad comment, like, let me go read good ones. But it's like, that doesn't fucking define who I am or my happiness or how I should be feeling. Like, I should be feeling on the in the real world. Like, this is all Half people the behind
1: their phone. Yeah, I was... <laughs> Half the times the people that are putting the negative comments, it's just, it's words behind a screen. Like It you know, all is. It's like, they don't know you. They're judging you on, you know. What I decide to share. And it's, yeah. Yeah. It's but crazy. just as much as
0: that gets me down, I shouldn't also look at the positive ones to get me up.
1: Mm-hmm. I Absolutely agree. And that's what I'm doing more of. Because outside validation is real life. really is nothing because you don't it's know not. them on a personal level. So it's nice. Like I, I love sure. when people on Agamil when they're like, oh my God, we love seeing Jerry and this and that. Yeah. Does it make me feel good? It's temporary Absolutely. validation. Absolutely. It makes me feel great. Um, but you're right. Like I would rather be validate, validating myself, my worth from myself rather than... At the end yeah. of the
0: day, all you got is you. Yep. And that is the foundation for feeling confident and good about yourself, not other what other people think. Yeah, fuck what other people think, positive or negative. It shouldn't It shouldn't matter because then you start it's to depend really on it. <laughs> I love talking about this shit, though.
1: It did get really deep, and I do like as much as I am active and I love being on social media. The other thing is, I'm really. I'm non-confrontational. So I feel like I, don't, I can't be myself because I feel like if I put something out there, I'm going to be judged on it. So I hate it also for that reason with the fear of judgment. And I feel like it's a shame that I feel like I can't be myself because if I post something, I'm going to get judged. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Why do I care? Because these are people who, you know what I'm saying? Like, if they judge me, that's that shows their character, not mine. Not but yet, everybody's for everybody. But yet, I, f- I won't do it. And it's like, oh, I hate that I stop myself from being myself. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. I feel that. Yeah, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how how You go on on Facebook.
0: That is one of the most toxic to me. I stopped going on that a long time ago. The only reason I post on there is because when I post on Instagram, there's like an option that I post on Facebook too. (laughs) I don't go on there at all. Yeah. Never. Just because posts. you you probably do the same thing. Tell, tell me if you're scrolling through Facebook and then you see something that bothers you and then you end up turning your phone off. Yeah, of it's course. like, why do you wait until the shit that bothers you? It's so bizarre. Although,
1: I, I, it's gotten a lot better because I tend to mute and block and yeah. ignore or delete or yeah. unfriend people because I can't stand certain people who feel like their opinion is... More important than anybody else's, mm. so I do I, I've deleted lots and muted lots of people for that reason, you know, and um I do feel like it's a happier place for me now, <laughs> you yeah. know um, mm-hmm. but yeah and and to be completely honest, you could just go in our group and see, I am not active the way I used to be, yeah, you it's, know it's, it's, it's not just too good much for, it's, it's not real life exactly, you know, and You know, yeah, that's not life. That's not
0: experiencing things and, and, you know, talking to people you love and doing things that bring you joy. That's sitting and looking at a screen. It's not fulfilling. Mm -hmm. You're not, you wouldn't end your life and be like, wow, I'm fulfilled. Like, yeah, I I agree.
1: Yeah. So maybe that too. (laughs) What? Just like find real value in real people, don't look for the validation. Don't worry about what others say. Like, yeah. just, I don't know. It's so just, true. Yeah. I
0: bet you if if people did, like, a survey on, like, the happiness of people that don't go on social media.
1: Oh, they would be so much happier. So much happier. Right. Everybody always talks about going off the grid. It's like, why do we have to go off the grid to do it? <laughs> you know, it's like the power of the addiction of these things, you know? Like I admit I'm addicted to social media. I'm addicted more to fucking Candy Crush, but I'm definitely addicted to social media. I feel like and I've always said like I feel social media has ruined social interaction with people. Like I go on people's highlights, is that what it's called? Stories. To catch up on life with people mm-hmm. instead of picking up a phone and calling them, instead mm-hmm. of texting them. You know, it's like. You hate uh, talking
0: on the phone, though. I love talking on the okay, phone. So
1: let me tell you, <laughs> I know I've mentioned this before. <laughs> I, when I had my bagel store, one of the girls, Lena, that worked for me, she was big into texting. And I hated, hated texting. 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 It would be like, Lena, call me if you need something. Yeah. I don't text. And now. You hate calls? Uh, <laughs> I hate FaceTime. <laughs> I don't want to see my face. <laughs> but um you're right. And, and and it's like I've become what I used to like I was like, "Oh my god, how can you?" And yeah. like and I'm I became that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like everybody puts up a block. You know, it's just like a fence. Mm. You know, like one of those privacy fences that just like blocks your neighbor and I feel like mm. Everybody does that, like um, tunnel vision. What is it called? Like uh, I'm not like figuratively speaking. I feel like we all have fences built, mm. you know. And I feel like we just we live life by seeing everybody through the reels or the highlights mm-hmm. of their stories, and mm-hmm. it's it's sad. Like I want to reconnect with people, mm. you know.
0: My See, I life. love socialization still. Like I'd prefer a FaceTime or a phone call. Or seeing somebody in person,
1: mm.
0: for sure, hundred percent.
1: I think I do too. I it just never happens. Yeah, you know. She's like, oh, I'll just
0: give him a text instead of calling. Yeah, like seeing how they are, texting is a lot more common for sure.
1: Yeah, maybe I'm gonna change it up a little bit because I,
0: yeah, I, I do. You can not make like a change. It. Yeah, you know. Like, start with you. If it's something you want to change. You know what, Alyssa? Can we just stop picking on me? I'm not. I'm not. (laughs) I'm trying to motivate you. (laughs) The damage of social media. Social media can be a great thing. I go on TikTok. It makes me fucking laugh. I love posting pictures on Instagram. I love keeping up with other people's lives. But when it becomes damaging to you and you're exiting the app and you're feeling crappy, it's not worth it. Fucking delete it. Remove it. Yes. Like, yeah. I I don't watch the news. Because I know it, it would just... I am so highly affected by what I consume. Even TV shows. Like, Zayn makes fun of me because I don't watch a lot of TV. And it's like, I've stopped watching shows because they're too dark and, like, emotional for me. And it makes me feel like a certain type of way that I don't like. Even though it's fake. But it's like, if you can't consume something, like, there's something for everybody. But if, if it's bothering you, like, Stop. Mm. I don't know why we feel the need, like, people checking up on their exes and things like that. It's like, why do we do things that feel so bad? It's like, you'd feel so much better if you don't do that. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: It's like, delete the fucking app. Don't look.
1: Yeah. I I can't watch the news.
0: It's on at my nail salon. I get my nails done sometimes. And I'm like, ugh, this is so depressing. It's so depressing. And then it just sets your tone for the day. And then it's like, you turn into that fucking negative Nancy.
1: See, I... I agree with having it on constantly, but I also think that you have to be aware uh in a certain amount aware of the world's happenings, you know? Like well, I, I just I feel aware. like I can't turn to blind I listen, I don't even have a news channel upstairs either. So I know exactly what you're saying, but I have it on my phone and I'll go yeah. and I'll check up and stuff like that. But there's some people that will just leave it running, like like you said, the nail salon where it's no. just on constantly. In the background, and it's like, and you could say, "Oh, it's fine. It doesn't affect me." It fucking does. Yeah. Now, I've I have a friend who it's always on, and I'm like, every time I go over to the house, I'm like, "Why is, you know,
0: that's fucking with you mentally?" Yeah,
1: yeah. Stop focusing on even if
0: you don't think it is.
1: Yeah, yeah. So. Having it on constantly is a no no. You can't obviously ignore the happenings of the world, but no, I you know what's going on in the world, yeah. but I don't need no, to know every little you. thing. I mean, like in general, I'm just yeah. saying, like you can't just avoid what's going on, right. but you don't also need to focus I on it. Don't need
0: to you know, know every little detail because yeah. your mental health comes first. Yeah. Like you have to protect yourself.
1: Absolutely. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we got one email done today. Go us. We could do one more. Okay, go ahead.
0: (laughs) This one's yours. Okay. Relationship advice. Lazy boyfriend. Oh, boy. Let's pop in, girls. Just wanted to say that I've listened to every single episode of the podcast, and it has been my lifesaver during my hour drives to and from work five days a week. Hmm. Thank you. So for a little backstory, my boyfriend and I have been dating for two years now. He just graduated from the Firefighter Academy and just passed his state certification test. This means that he's now eligible to apply for departments. This was about a three-month wait period in between his graduation and his test date. During this time, he did nothing but hang out at home. We both live with our parents, by the way, to save to move out together. I had just gotten hired by the company that I now work for while he was in the academy, so I have been working full-time since then. The time that he was at home was very frustrating to me because I worked nonstop and I was the only one during I was the one doing the majority of the saving to move out. I gave him some time after his graduation to relax because the fire academy is not easy, but it has been a few months now and he still gets upset when I bring up the fact that he doesn't do anything to try to get a job. He has told me several times that he will look uh, He will work on getting a job for the time being because getting accepted into the department could take months up to years. No progress has been made and he still does nothing to get a job. I don't want to be up to up his ass about it, but I have expressed my feelings many times and he just tells me that he will work on it. What do you guys think I should do? This is the only thing that is causing a bump in our relationship. His parents are no help because they give him money when he needs it, so he has no desire motivation to get a job, but I don't want to live with my parents forever. We're both 23, and I'm currently going back for my master's in athletic training. Any advice would be helpful. Thank you. Love you. Bye.
1: I'm sorry. Sounds like you just get your own place. Yeah. And then once he gets a job and he's making money, and if he wants to move in and pay half of everything, right. then do it then. But I wouldn't wait on him to do no. anything because I have to. Uh, that is one of the biggest icks for me Such that could an ever. Ache. Possibly be. Mm-hmm. I could not stand being with a man who is so unmotivated, no motivation at all. I mean, if uh, there has not been one time that ever was without a without a job. I mean, yeah, sure, he's left a job, but had another one lined up. Mm-hmm. I mean, if ever was to sit home, oh, first of all, ever could never, <laughs> ever could never. Yeah. Correct. I mean, that's just like saying your dad too. Right. I mean, that is just certain. They don't stop. I mean. Yeah, and I, I could never. I would have such an ick with him. I don't know how. I mean, obviously, you're running out of your patience. You wrote into us. Um, I would do just like Alyssa said, man. Get get yourself a place. Work on yourself. Worry about yourself. And then if he happens to when he gets a job, come along. And you want him, great. Mm. You know, that's just I, so yucky, though. It's yucky too. That like, listen. You know, he went through the academy of stress, take a little time off. I get it. I yes. totally get it. Yes. But it's a long time now. I I don't And know, his like, parents are enabling him. Right. That's like she's the gonna go get
0: like a little apartment for herself and he's gonna stay home with mommy and they're throwing money at him.
1: That's what I'm saying. That's, That's icky. icky. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it is. Icky. You want a man who's gonna stand up and be supportive and I mean financially, emotionally, be supportive. You're, you've expressed yourself to him how you you know you wish he would do X, Y, and Z, and he's not doing it. He's choosing not to do it, even though you've had a discussion several times. He's very content with just living with Mommy and Daddy and having money thrown at him whenever he needs it. Mommy, he's, t- he's 23, though. Mommy like, and Daddy need to stop throwing money at him. Listen, yeah. my kids live here. I don't throw money at them. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> no. They need to learn
0: how to work for themselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. He, need, Listen, he needs to get off his butt. He's twenty three too. Like, yes, it's young, but also like time he's to grown. be an adult.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's like, grown. you're not a little teenager that can't get a job. Like, also, how are you sitting around at twenty three years old doing nothing? Like, how are you? How are you okay with that?
1: I don't know. I, I don't. He, he no.
0: thinks just because he got his, his certification, but it can take years. That doesn't mean he, you can't do. You have to do something do with something, your life. Anything. Like, what is he doing all Go work all retail.
1: Or go work construction. Do something to occupy his a time. A bartender. And in, exactly. There's a bajillion billion uh, opportunities that he could be doing something yep. to bring in the money, occupy his time, and, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know, girlfriend.
0: You know what's even more icky than that? Oof. False promises.
1: Hmm.
0: Not holding your word. Saying, I'm going to go do something and you fucking don't. You're on my shit list.
1: I don't like that. has been made and he still does nothing to get a job. I don't
0: like that. Don't tell me you're going to do something and not do it.
1: Yeah. Because now what else
0: can I not hold your word to?
1: Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Being emotionally supportive is so important. Mm. And he doesn't care about what you feel if he's not doing anything to change it. Mm. You know? Mm. Like, time's up, kiddo. Get off your ass. Get a job. Maybe
0: this will be a... Turning point for him, oh shit, she's going to go get an apartment and I have done nothing
1: to contribute or try to get there with her. Mm-hmm. And you would just have to stand your ground and not let him mooch off you either.
0: They've been dating for two years.
1: Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
0: I think you get go get a place on your own. And then go from there. Yeah. And see how he reacts. How, his, how he reacts will be your answer.
1: Don't, yeah, don't let his lack of motivation hold you back from what your goals are. So if you want to go get a place and you could afford to do it on your own, mm-hmm. maybe get a smaller place because, you, you know, you don't have his income right now. Mm-hmm. But I would definitely not hold off waiting for him
0: mm.
1: when he seems so very unmotivated right now.
0: You've told him many times too, you need a partner that like, you know, here's values you. and hears what you're saying and what you want in life. Mm-hmm. Not just Sorry. sit back and do nothing about it. Sounds like this might be time to move on, but move out on your own and see how you feel. Because even if you're not, well, you don't live together now. But even if you're not living together, you're still gonna feel the same way, like icky, about him not doing anything. Even if you have your own place,
1: mm-hmm.
0: might feel even worse, to be honest. He yeah. might be like, "Oh, he should be here with me," but he's just too lazy. Like, ew. <laughs>
1: That's the one thing I just Yeah. yeah that's absolutely not acceptable. Yep. <gasps> uh, okay, one more. Okay, me. one more? Sure. Mm-hmm. Moving advice. Hello, wonderful ladies. I'm writing in today because I need some advice on whatever you feel after read or whatever you feel after reading my email. So some quick backstory, my boyfriend and I have been together for three and a half years. I'm from Colorado, he's from Alabama. We met in Colorado and have been here ever since. It has been a struggle leaving here for many reasons. So we recently decided to move back to his hometown in Alabama for a fresh start and better opportunities. We ended up finding a house for super cheap with lots of land and currently are in the middle of renovating it. That's
0: so funny, that's what I said before You're like, oh, I was looking at everybody's expenses. I'm like, what, you want to move to Alabama? (laughs) Hey,
1: I mean, she has a lot of opportunities now. She has a house, a cheap house. I mean, a house that was inexpensive with a lot of land. So, I mean, maybe Alabama, here I come Uh, for a fresh start and better opportunities. We ended up finding a house super cheap with lots of land and currently are in the middle of renovating it. I also have always wanted to be a real estate agent But it was always difficult to get into in Colorado for many reasons. So I decided this is the perfect opportunity to get into it in Alabama. So I currently have been working on that as well. My boyfriend moved down there about a month ago um, since he is the one making, oh, sorry, working on the renovations. And I decided to stay in Colorado to, to continue with my job and get all the loose ends tied up here. Oh. It turns out my job is becoming more and more toxic as time goes on. I've had a mental breakdown and decided, what's the holdup? Let me just move down there and get on with our lives, get our lives started instead of waiting and being mentally drained from my job. I guess what I'm needing is just some advice on moving states because I've never done this before. And I am typically so nervous for any change, so this is still crazy to me that I'm doing this. I feel nothing negative about the move as everything has been smooth and positive so far. And it will have all my boyfriend's family, which I get along with very well. I'm just scared. I will I will move and start to feel upset about life. I am leaving behind and about the life that I'm leaving behind in Colorado. I'm also nervous that I will not find new friends and feel like an outcast. I just need some positive reassurement to... Uh, to keep me going on and be excited about what the future holds, as so many things have already been so great. Thank you, beautiful ladies, and keep doing what you're doing. I hope you have an amazing day. Oh,
0: thank you, thank you. Um, moving isn't
1: permanent, so guess what? If you move and you fucking hate it and you're miserable, you can move back. Mm-hmm. You have to give it time. You yeah. you yeah. sound like you're really smart sounds and sounds like a lot of positive <laughs> things. <laughs> Everything seems to be going well. You have to be realistic with it. There's a huge difference between Colorado and Alabama. So you have to be realistic to the change that's going to happen and be welcoming for the change. You know, you can't, I can't go from living in Long Island and then move to like Alabama and express the same, expect the same life. It's not going to happen. So if you're going to move to somewhere that's so completely different from where you've been, you have to have a realistic expectation. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, yeah. And I think, listen, you've always wanted to do real estate. You have an opportunity there. I think you. I think you, this is going to go great. I think you're going to love it. I think you're going to do well. And like Alyssa said, it's not permanent. You could always go back home if yeah. need be.
0: Yeah. And travel home. You don't even have to move if you don't want to. You can always travel back and forth.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, also, as far as change, like, I fucking love change. I'm a big advocate for change. If you don't change ever... You're never going to progress in life. You're never going to, like, get better. You're always just going to stay the same. And, like, how boring does that sound? That sounds so fucking boring. And, like, in my cycling class, my teacher always says, and it always sticks with me, no challenge, no change. If you don't challenge yourself to do anything in life, you're never going to change. You're never going to progress as a human. You're never going to get better, get smarter, get more educated, like, You're just not going to evolve. Like change is so good. Like glass half full instead of half empty. Like this could bring on so many good things for you. And guess what? If it doesn't, it taught you a lesson. Mm -hmm. Everything happens for a reason. Like if you move, you're going to learn something new about yourself guaranteed. And if you hate it, you'll move back. That's
1: it. A hundred percent agree with everything you just said. Thank you. It's so true. Change is so good. Because, like... Scary. It's scary. Sure. But... But it's also exciting. exciting. Yes. It's also very exciting. Yeah. Take it for what it is. Enjoy it for what it is. And don't sweat it. It's like you're entering,
0: like, a a new chapter of a book. Mm -hmm. Like, how fun is that? Mm -hmm. You're going to meet new people. You have your boyfriend's family that you said you get along with very well. Like... You're going to have a new routine, like start getting into your routine of things, like find the coffee shop that you like, find the gym that you like, find the bowling alley that you like, whatever it is you're interested in, like start building your life. Mm -hmm. It's, it's exciting. It's fun. I want an update.
1: Yeah. I, I I want an update. I want to know that you're doing incredibly so well because of the decision to move, Mm
0: -hmm. you know? And as far as being like an outcast, you might in the beginning. You're gonna be in a whole nother... Like Jerry said, like it's not gonna be Alabama. <laughs> you're moving to Colorado, so like you might feel like an outcast, but like you start to build your life there. You we we always say too, like you know, as far as like finding friends. First of all, like you'll find yourself like learn to be okay by yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, like don't depend on other people for your happiness, because then when they go bye bye, you're sad. <laughs> I'm not speaking from experience. <laughs> um, like depend on yourself for your daily routine and feeling good and things like that. And then friends will naturally come. You have to go to the same places over and over again. That's how you, you, you know, see people again and again and familiar and faces and you get closer with people and that's how you'll build real connections. But like, don't force it and don't worry about it at first. Like, build a life that you enjoy by yourself because then anything else that comes into your life is just, just an bonus. addition and yep. a bonus. Yep. Because you're already happy with yourself. So if anything comes and goes and ebbs and flows and people come in for a season and a reason, you will be wow. you have a good foundation.
1: <laughs> like <laughs> so you, have, you have a good foundation <laughs> there, you know? And, and let me just say something. Just like I was 17 when I moved to Kansas. And you guys all know I was there six months and moved back. I have to say, though, I absolutely learned and grew and loved the experiences that I had there. Mm -hmm. There were so many things that I did like about Kansas. Um, My reason for moving back was primarily because jobs and my boyfriend moved back here. Mm -hmm. And I followed him back here. Mm -hmm. And then I I just got stuck, you know? Yeah. but I wouldn't change that experience exactly. for anything. So yeah. like Liz said earlier, I mean, if you wind up going and it doesn't work out, oh, well, it was an experience, mm-hmm. you know? And and you'll just tuck that under your belt and you move on with life, Yeah, you know? And it's like, I think it's going to wind up being a wonderful experience mm-hmm.
0: for you. And I'm not speaking all of this like I know exactly what I'm doing and I'm perfect. Like I'm in my 20s. Like I'm still learning all of this and trying to apply all of this to my life, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, don't worry if you can't figure it all out right now.
1: Like Nobody ever knows. No one knows what they're yeah, doing. Nobody does. But
0: we're all evolving and learning, and at least we can take the steps to try to be better mm-hmm. and more positive.
1: I say it all the time. I wish I had a magic eight ball to just direct me in life because I feel like something as simple as making what to most might seem like a simple decision, I feel like I overthink it and I worry about it and everything else, and it's like, it'll be okay. It Everything not, always, be, always works out. Yeah, it'll be okay. So it's like, don't don't look for that magic eight ball answer. It, don't look for like the perfect outcome. It'll happen. You're going to make the best of this situation. Mm-hmm. And whatever
0: doesn't come out the way you want it to come out, you learned.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh my I God, think, that's exciting. Uh, yeah. Moving across the country to a whole new life is exciting. Yeah. Scary, but exciting. Like yeah. I, if I didn't... Worry about moving away from my children. Like the thought of moving somewhere so completely different and starting over, new, new everything, new ways of shopping and living and housing. It's exciting, like
0: local little shopping centers. It's exciting,
1: (laughs) you know. Scary, but exciting. You know. Yeah. I I I would be excited if I was you. Very excited. I think she will be now. Yeah. Good change. Yeah. And go get your real estate license there and just. Kill it, man. Kill it out there. Yeah, you'll have a great time. That's awesome that you have his whole family there too. That's mm-hmm. amazing. That you get along with too. So yeah. it's not like you're gonna be alone, you mm-hmm.
0: know? You've been together for three and a half years, so it sounds like you're in for the long run.
1: Ooh, I'm excited for you. Aw,
0: give us an update if anything happens. Um, thank you guys for listening today. That was like <laughs> <a> roller coaster. <laughs>
1: But as per you. Hopefully you got something
0: good out of it. The, the point is that we want to motivate you guys. You know, we don't want to be Jebby Downers. We want to motivate you to feel better, be better, you know. So anyways. Thank you all for listening. If you want to support us, you totally don't have to. But there's a link in the description. It's $2.99 a month. You get our episodes early. So we get our Mondays on Sundays. And our Thursdays on Wednesdays. And thank you guys for subscribing. It means the absolute world to us. It helps us put out two free episodes
1: a week. (sighs) Okay. Love you. Bye.